Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Words of Encouragement with Kim. Today we don't have any music simply because I couldn't get it to work. And that's okay because the most important thing is you getting the word. I'm so excited about this word. I was studying this morning. The Lord always speaks to me when I'm um, in nature. So I do a lot of walking or I'll go outside and just get really, really quiet and the Lord begins to speak to me. So today we're going to talk about learning to be content. And let me say this, this devotional is only 15 minutes. You get a quick, powerful word of God. However, to really and truly get freedom in the Lord, freedom in God, you're going to have to study more than 15 minutes. Uh, God, God gave me this inspiring um, devotional to um, uh, reach out to those who may be lost, those who may have backslidden, those who think God is mad at you or that you've done anything, you've done so much that God would never forget, give you. So he inspired me. It was God inspired for me to start doing this devotional. That's where my heart is for those who are lost because uh, it's so important for us to be under God's covering. And so um, that is my passion. Again, welcome to Words of Encouragement with Kim. So today we're going to talk about learning how to be content. Like her learning how to be content in whatever situation we find ourselves in. Um, it's important for us to be content in the journey or on the journey that God has us. God hates complaining. And I'm going to show you in the scripture where God hates, hates for us to complain. Because most of the time when we're going through a season or a testing or a tribulation, it's to make us better, even though we probably feel like we're going through hell. It's to give us endurance. It's to it's, it's te it teaches us to persevere through all the attacks and all the opposition that you may go through in life. It teaches us to be patient. It teaches us to be long-suffering. It teaches us a lot whenever we go through trials and tribulations. It teaches us to trust the Lord with all our heart and mind and soul. So anyway, let me go ahead and get started. So I just wanted to start out with the definition of content. The definition of content, and I just wrote it down here on my piece of paper here. It says to be in a state of satisfaction or to be in a state of peaceful happiness. We are to be content in every area of our lives, even though it may not be what we want at that particular time. It may be uh, uh, um, um, a job that we hate. Uh, we may be staying in a place that we hate. Uh, we may be eating foods that we don't particularly want to eat. However, there are people out here who have no home, 
who have no, no warm bed to sleep in, who have no food, who have no clothes. And so we have to be content in that uh, journey that we're in. So I wanted to just uh, talk a moment about um, just a couple of scriptures that uh, I picked up or studied about us being content in all areas of our lives. Okay, so I want to read Philippians 4, 11 through, let me see, 13. It says, I don't say this out of need, for I've learned to be content in whatever circumstances I find myself. I know both how to make do with little and I know how to make do with a lot. In, in any and all circumstances, I have learned the secret of being content, whether real, well fed or hungry, rather in abundance or in need. I am able to do all these things through him who strengthens me. Now that was Paul. Uh, Apostle Paul was talking about um, whatever situation that we find ourselves in, we are to remain content in it, ask God to give us the grace to go through it because we're not in that situation, it's in a situation that we want to be in. So God will give us the grace to get through that situation. But murmuring, murmuring and complaining will not, God hates it. Murmuring and complaining, God would leave you, will leave you in a space until you can stop complaining. I used to be the type of person, I had that victim mentality. It was all about um, other people were, it was other people's fault. And I didn't take the responsibility, I didn't take responsibility and accountability for the things that I have done. I had that victim mentality. Uh, it's all about me, 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 and you, 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 you are the, are the problem. And you have to come to a, a space in yourself that you are just satisfied in whatever. I've been in situations where I didn't have nothing but a few things to eat in the house. I was still content. I've been in situations where I have had to live with someone else and no, I didn't, I didn't like the atmosphere that I was in, but for at that moment, that's what I had to do. So I was, I asked God to give me grace and, 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 in this, because I don't want to be here. And most of us don't, we don't want to be in a tight spot. We don't want to be in a situation where we're being pressed and pressured. But let me tell you, it strengthens you. It perseveres you uh, through through anything the Word of God does. So complaining and murmuring, that's a no-no when it comes to wherever you are in your journey with God. Um, because he hates complaining. So let me just read a couple of scriptures. It says, Philippians 2, 14, it says, do everything. <laughs> not one thing, not two things, not three things, but everything in, um, without complaining and arguing. It says, so that you will be blameless and pure 
children of God without any fault. Complaining is a big deal to God because what it's basically saying, when, we, when we're in a situation and we're not content or we don't have peace, it's basically saying to God, this ain't good enough. Or I don't trust you to get me out of this particular situation. And God is real big on, on because he's the God of all God. So he can get us out of anything. So when we murmur and complain about everything. And see, because we live in a country that is uh, uh, so much freedom, we complain about everything. Every single thing. We complain about standing in line too long. We complain about uh, the sh the clothes that we got. When p some people ain't got no clothes. Some people ain't got no shoes. Uh, we complain about the car we drive. Some people ain't got no car. They ain't never had no car. They walking and riding a bus. So complaining is one of those attributes that you do not want in your spirit. And so let me just read um, another scripture. I'm talking about Exodus. Uh, we're talking about, let me see where we are. We, Exodus 4, it's actually going to start in 13 because this is the time when, um, you know, if you go and read the depths of, of Exodus 13 or Exodus period, but Exodus 13, it starts talking about how when uh, God calls us to a place, he's going to provide everything for you. He's going to provide the provision. Uh, uh, he's going to provide food and shelter. He's going to provide protection for, for you. So you don't have to worry about that. But what I wanted to read was uh, Exodus 13, uh, let me see, 21 and 22. And it talks about how, God, how the Lord protected the, 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 uh, the children of Israel. See, the children of Israel were, uh, he was released, he was, he was freeing them from Pharaoh. If you read the, 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 the verses, the book of Exodus, it's basically talking about the children of Israel being freed. And so the Lord says in here, Exodus 13, 21 and 22 says, the Lord guided them by a pillar of cloud during the day and by a pillar of fire at night. That way they could travel whether it was day or night. And the Lord did not remove the pillar of cloud or the pillar of fire from their sight. So the Lord is able to bring you out and he will bring you out. He will bring you out of of anything that we put ourselves in. Now, let me say this again. Let me back up. What he puts us in, he will get us out. But when we put ourselves in a situation, he'll let us stay there to get the lesson. And if we don't get the lesson, we'll do it over and over and over and over again. Like the children of Israel. They're, I think they're... they're um, trip through the wilderness was only supposed to be two weeks or something like that, 10 days. And they spent 40 years in the wilderness because of their complaining and them not trusting in the Lord. So it's very important for us to trust in the Lord. It's very important for us to be quiet 
uh, a lot of times. And that's that's where I'm at in my in my journey with the Lord right now. I'm in a space where I am shutting my mouth more, like closing my mouth. Because I used to be the person, I got to get my point across. I got to say, I'm going to say what I want to say to you. I used to be that type of person. Now it's shut your mouth. <laughs> it says that that's what I try to do. I just try to shut my mouth because uh, there's, there's life and death in the tongue. There's life and death in this little bitty pink thing in our mouth. So we have to be very, 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 very careful of how we use our tongue. So in Exodus, it was talking about how God just kept on providing for the is the um, the the um, the um, children of Israel. He just kept providing for them, but they just kept on complaining. They kept on complaining about everything. They would rather stay enslaved with Pharaoh than to be free. So they just kept on complaining about. You've, you've brought us out here uh, with absolutely nothing. Let me just go ahead and talk about when he was um, escaping through the Red Sea. See, um, um, God had given Moses the order to get his people out. And Pharaoh wanted to keep the people enslaved. So he got all these chariots. I think he had like 600 chariots. If you read Exodus 14, 5 through... Uh, man, it's, I'm not going to read all the way to 29, but I'm going to par paraphrase it for you. So he had all of his best chariots, horses, 600 of them, chasing after people of Israel. And so they were so scared. Let me see. Let me read um, Exodus 14, 11 through 14. It says, then they turned against Moses and complained. Now this was when the when the, the chariots were coming for them and they could see Pharaoh coming for them. So they got scared. They said, um, then they turned against Moses and complained. Why did you bring us out here to die in the wilderness? Weren't there enough graves in Egypt? Why did you make us leave? Didn't we tell you to leave us alone while we were still in Egypt? Our Egyptian slavery was far better than dying out here in the wilderness. Ain't that some wilderness? That, that's a wilderness men mentality for real. God was trying to free them and they still was complaining. They was just crying out. And so, um, of course, the Lord you know, uh, uh, rescued them. Uh, he split the Red Sea and swept all of the chariots and Pharaoh and all the people in all of Pharaoh's army into the Red Sea. But, but the people, the, the Israelites just kept on complaining. Even after they had saved them, after God had saved them, the Lord had saved them through from the Red, you know, the Red Sea, walking on dry land in the Red Sea and sweeping away um, the chariots that were coming for them, they still complained. They still complained. And the Lord was just tired of them. And he was just like, I'm, I, you know, I give these people everything and they still complain. I was trying to find the, uh, let me see where that is, where the Lord says, uh, Oh, I was trying to find that. Um, let's see. 
can't find it. Lord, 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 Lord. But yeah, so complaining, guys, is one thing that God don't tolerate. Don't tolerate. Or he'll just leave you in your mess. And then when you come to yourself, <laughs> then he'll rescue you. But complaining and murmuring is a no, no by any mean of the, of the stretch of the imagination. Complaining about where God has you is, is an absolute no, no. Uh, let me see. Let me see where I'm at. I didn't mark it off in my Bible. But anyway, being content uh, in whatever situation that you're in is a blessing. Um, watch your complaining. As a matter of fact, why don't you do a, com a no complaints fast? Like for one day. Just try one day of not complaining. It's hard because when you're going through a lot, and this is happening, that is happening, it's hard not to complain. So how about one, start out one day of not complaining. And every time that you catch yourself complaining, say, Lord, please forgive me. Help me to not complain. But complaining, guys, is one of the, the and murmuring and just, and you ain't happy about nothing. Is not a is not a good look. <laughs> it is not a good look. So um, so yeah, think about that. Think about the things that you complain about, and ask God to help you not complain. Because I promise you, as we continue to complain, He God just gonna leave us there. We gotta be thankful for the place that we are in at this time, and know. It may, it may be so uncomfortable, you may be so unhappy, but find contentment in that place where you are right now. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this has helped you. Let me ask you a question. Um, do you know Jesus? Are you wanting to know Jesus? If you are wanting to know Jesus, confess this with me. Jesus, I thank you for coming into my life. I ask that you will forgive me of my sins, Lord God. Cleanse me. I will follow you until the end of my life. I thank you, Lord, for forgiving me of my sins and cleansing me in the name of Jesus. Amen. And if you, if you pray that confession, I will mail you an easy read Bible out to you. You can send me an email to sheplusus at gmail.com and I will send you an easy to read Bible. Just send me an email. I'm so excited about your journey. Right now, of course, not very many churches are in, in um, are open, but find you a Bible-based church and start studying in the Word of God and watch your life completely change. Thank you so much for, for listening and have a wonderful, blessed Monday.